With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Razaban IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast. Um, we're here in Bournemouth ahead of a Coley Billum Smith. With me, Johnny Nelson. Johnny, good to see you. You look like you are dressed for the weather indeed. You know what? I've just been in Jamaica, you know, so I thought I'd do Bournemouth's version of Jamaica and bring a little bit of Jamaica to Bournemouth. Like, so it's, this is wicked. This is nice. What a nice vibe. I thought the last time we were here it was like this, but obviously the last time it was, it was freezing. But it's a good vibe, man. It's good setup, good energy. You were here in, in the summer last year, in, in the volleyball game, obviously you made Team Sky, Team Boxer lose that, I don't know if you remember quite correctly. No, I, was like, I was like Tom Cruise, I was on it boy, I was like the top scorer, just saying. Yeah, let's leave that out. Um, we just seen the final press conference, Akoli and Billum Smith. Do you see more focus than you ever have in, in Lawrence, Akoli's kind of demeanour? I think Lawrence is very good at being passively aggressive. Uh, he's giving it very cool like it's no big deal mate it's nothing and then now and again he passed a little something like after what I've seen today I think I knock him out so he's pretty cool with how he's dropping it um, I think this is like a Roy of the Rovers for Chris Billingsmith fighting at home at a stadium this is what he's wished for this is his dream this is why he moved promotional outfits to, to, to fight here in Bournemouth now he's got what he wants so now it's a case of uh, can he deliver uh, and he's going to do everything possible. He's, 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 he's done it right. Even though these guys used to be uh, gym mates, I think they stopped sparring with each other about a, a year before Lawrence actually left. Uh, so that's one. The other thing is, Lawrence has got the confidence and self-belief to know what he can do and what he can't do with, uh, with, with Chris. Now, there's two ways you can look at it. I know when David Hay boxed uh, Audley Harrison, David Hay knew he had Audley Harrison's own number because he sparred with him a lot in the gym. They were in the gym together, so he knew he could batter him. The public just didn't. Um, for, for this one, you know, or, or you could look at James DeGale and, and George Groves. George beat uh, James in the amateurs, he thought he got robbed, he's always had his number in the gym, then he turned professional, again James thinking I've got this, it's a done deal, he's shocked again that, that George managed to pull out the bag. So I, I'm, my, my point is, Lawrence shouldn't go in there complacent thinking, I've got this guy's number, I know how to deal with him, it's easy, because this 
Saturday night might be a career best night. Might be the best Chris Brillen Smith has ever boxed. And he's the kind of guy that will leave it all there in the, in the ring in a fight. He's got to make Lawrence box for three minutes of every single round. Don't let Lawrence hit and grab and hold on and get a breather, get his faculties back together. He's got to make him fight. That's, what he's, that's, that's the way he wins. Do you think the fact that Lawrence has, has come to the away kind of corner in yeah. Bournemouth... 15,000 fans, they'll all be mostly for, for Chris Billings Smith. Do, Smith. Do you think that will affect him? No, not at all. You know, I, I used to love boxing in the Lions Den. I used to love going in and getting booed. I loved it because I, it brings that animal out and you say, all right, you know, it's either going to make you or break you. And, and Lawrence is very comfortable in being booed or being um, being dissing. It's got to be. every Almost every fight he's had has been criticised for his style of performance. So you've got to be thick-skinned. I know this because I, I used to be like Lawrence. So you've got to be very thick-skinned and think, all right then. And I think in situations like this, it brings the best out in him. And uh, and think, I think this fight will do that as well. The reason why I think this will be probably one of Lawrence's best fights as a professional is because he knows uh, because he knows Chris. And these two are know what they can get away with, what they can't get away with. They want to make a statement to Shane. They want to make a statement to Chris. Uh, and and this is his call. Nine weeks, bell to bell, Lawrence boxed. This is what fighters should do. Lawrence is one of the few fighters that believes he is the best in the world. It doesn't matter if you believe it, I believe it, or anyone else believes it. There are not many champions out there that, actually, that are called world champion that actually believe they are the best fighter in the world. Lawrence does. And how he carries himself, how he talks himself, how he how he puts himself in that position. It doesn't matter if we don't believe him or not. He does. And that, that makes a difference. If Lawrence wins on, on Saturday, does he stay at Cruiserweight? I know he's struggled to get those unification. Not his fault, but he's struggled to get those unification. Does he go to heavyweight? You're a former Cruiserweight. How long can he continue to make that weight? Depends on how long it is between fights. So if he's struggling to get a Cruiserweight opponent, which I think he will because his style is... Is most cruiserweights will not want to fight him because he's powerful, unorthodox, so he's hard to train for. Uh, Isaac Chamberlain told me that himself. Uh, so, so that's the only way he moves up to heavyweight if there, if there are no other options. Um, if he moves up to heavyweight, um, he gets a, a top 10 ranking straight away, especially with the WBO. Uh, if he says, right, I'm moving up there. So, and it puts him in, in good stead. So um, it's, it's, he's going to think of... Where's he going once he's there? Because the guys that are there, you're talking uh, Usyk, Anthony Joshua, uh, Ruiz, you're talking Fury, you're talking... They're all there. And I know Lawrence has had a lot of successes with the likes of some hearing. Your Daniel Dubois and people like that in sparring. But it's, uh, it's up to him how he deals with it. It's up to him what... I think he'll stay at Cruiserweight. I think he will. I think that's, that's the more guaranteed spot for him. I think Shane tried to allude to that as well. To say this guy's not the confident, not got the confidence to step up to heavyweight, something like that. It's not. Don't quote me. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I think he says at cruiserweight. How does the fight end? But, uh, how do I see the fight going? How does the fight end? How does the fight? I think uh, Lawrence Coley stops Chris Bender Smith. I think uh, Chris gets hit too easy. Um, Lawrence Coley is far too strong uh, for Chris. I think Chris gives it his heart and soul. Still walks out a hero. Uh, but I think Lawrence I think Lawrence stops it Okay We look forward to a great night On, on Saturday night um, Johnny Just a few other Quick little bits um, Rumours Tyson Fury And Dempsey McKean Why Why that's why, okay, the only why I can, the answer to that is I'm thinking because he wants a little bit of a tickler, a bit of a warm up before this Saudi thing, if he is taking part in it. 
But why? If you're going to watch that fight, you're going to watch the, the Tyson Fury show. Because remember, when you get into a fight, you're going to go to watch a fight, and the off chance that one's going to win and one's going to lose, you know Tyson Fury is going to win. They, 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 what, what's the threat? So, so it's the Tyson Fury show. So you know what? That might be the arrogance of Tyson saying, "Well, just come and watch me box." And he has a fan base, and they will watch him box. Is it a stadium filler? I don't think so. Uh, he wants to fight before this big Saudi setup, if it does happen. Um, and if it does now, they'll be very surprised at, at Tyson Fury because I believe he wins the tournament, um, and he obviously doesn't. You know what I mean? So, so uh, we'll wait and see. But I don't get it. You know. Don't get gassed with 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 things until they're certain. And so um, I just think, why? What's the point? I saw um, a, a trailer. I haven't watched the, the actual podcast. I saw a trailer of yourself, Simon Jordan, um, and you made a, a comment referencing to anti Joshua, and you said that you believe he's fighting now for the wrong reasons. Why? I still do believe that. I think, um, and I said after. I kept getting misquoted with AJ and, and so people think I've just flipped on I haven't. I'm just truthfully saying that how I how I see it. I think Anthony Joshua the Anthony Joshua that he's presented himself as up to this point is an honourable, straight talking, honest sort of fighter. He's a guy that's had to learn on the job. He's a guy that's achieved unbelievable things in such a short space of time. But he's also a guy that's 33 years, 33 years old, former two-time world heavyweight champion, that actually believed he was the best fighter in the world. That's your motivation to get up there. Now he knows he's not. So how is he going to kid and con and motivate himself to still exist and fight competitively in, in, uh, as a heavyweight that, that has dreams and aspirations? Because he's not a guy that's just going in for the dough. So I think he'd struggle to actually morally make himself do that. Many fighters can do that, but I think AJ, I think if your, 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 your drive and motivation to train uh, have changed, your performance changes as well, and you'll see that. And we saw that in his last fight. Um, and, uh, and, so, and so every fight he has, uh, there's, there's going to be high stakes. I know he said he wanted to get out quite quickly after the Franklin fight. Obviously, we're not sure if he's going to have that fight in the summer because they're talking about John Wilder. Based on what you said, was he's fighting for the wrong reason. If he doesn't fight in the summer and jump straight into John Wilder, we know how much money is going to be on the table. Are, you, are, your, are your comments then justified? Completely. Completely justified. Completely justified. And that's why, that's why I'm thinking Tyson Fury is trying to get out to get a little tickler on before he goes into that tournament. I hear it, uh, but, but I, also, I also think, you know, with, with, with Anthony Joshua, the problem started when he boxed Alexander Usyk after the last fight and the, the little meltdown happened in the ring. I said, the problem's not here. The problem's when he's by himself, when he goes home. The problem's when he's got to <coughs> get his head around and, and, and motivate himself to get back in it again. Now he's taking, taking himself out to the States to, to immerse himself with a coach to think, right, this is going to be it's got to be my heartbeat it's got to be my blood pumping it's got to be everything about me he's out there in America and that's what he's got he's got to live the life it's hard to live the life when you don't have to when you've got better at you've got other options it's hard to live the life where life where where people are criticising uh, um, telling you, you you're never going to do it um, uh, when you've been there you think I don't have to do it I'm living large um, and it's hard to live a life when you think I'm never going to be the best fighter again. And I, do I believe that Anthony Joshua thinks he can be the, the top of the world again? I think he wishes he will be. I just don't think he really believes he can be.
um, announced yesterday Liam Smith, Cushy Bank Jr. The rematch, the second fight was postponed. Just your reaction to that? That's a shame. That is a shame. And uh, I, again, I, I found out and heard it. Oh, it's a lovely baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, that's that's um, I, uh, I, I I'd heard it. I'm gutted. Gutted. Cause I'm really looking forward to to seeing that fight. I don't think I don't know what changes in the result. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, last weekend, uh, we saw Kelbrook and, and Conor Ben go at mm. it. I'm sure you saw that. Uh, what did you make of that? I didn't believe it. I don't think these boys have any bad beef. Um, Staged? I can't say that, but I didn't believe it. I never think it was this. I saw, I saw Kel do an interview afterwards about it. He was asked about it. And Kel didn't jump on the bag wagon and say, my man's a drug cheat, he's blah, blah. Which he could have done if he was really pissed off at him. Because that's what's going to happen. Whoever fights Connor, that's where his way it's going to go. But he didn't. He was respectful, and uh, and uh, and kept a, a tight rein on what he said. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't. I don't want to see Kel fight again. You know, you actually messaged me this morning and said, "Come back straight in the gym." He didn't realise I'm in Bournemouth, but I don't want to see him fight again. So I like where he is in life. I like where he's he's training, he's getting himself fit. I don't want to see him fight. It's not a secret. Um, um, it's not my call, you know. But if you're asking my opinion, I ain't feeling that what I saw. I think uh, I think there was a bit of skullduggery I go on. Um, Johnny, just moving away from fights and potential fights. Um, today marks uh, a date of uh, mm. of a leg- legendary character, a man that made you the fighter that you became. Mm. Uh, obviously, Brendan Ingle, five years today, he passed away. Um, you were super close to him and a lot of people say you were his biggest success story and people talk about Naz as well but from what happened with you from the beginning when you yeah. when you had multiple losses and becoming a force in the cruiserweight division as much as we laugh and joke about your reign you were a proper fighter um just kind of uh, five years on just some memories some quotes and what you remember uh you know what it, it, it's flown by it's absolutely flown by one thing you always said you can't buy borrow pretend to have experience and um, and you've got to go through every experience in life to get wisdom, good and bad experiences. I think, you know, it's five years has gone by, and whenever I get the chance, I quote Brendan, I mention Brendan, I talk about Brendan, I post something to do with Brendan, because I don't want people to forget who Brendan was. There are no Brendans left in this world. Now, there are very few Brendans left in our game. And, and when I say that, I mean somebody, he's not a guy that's just going to get a few letters after his name and say, well, I know how to train, get, you, get your weight down or whatever. This guy was a life coach as well as a boxing coach. He was a master at what he did. Um, and, and I know this because I experienced how, how it was done. He turned a zero into a hero. That's me. You know, if he can do that with me, he can do it with anybody. And he always said, like in the gym, if you turn out one champion, people say a luck, say it's luck. Two champions, all right, he's a bit luckier. Three, four, five, six champions. Ridiculous. I think our gym turned out six world champions, um, 12, 16 British champions, eight, nine European champions. That ain't luck, man. That's somebody knowing what they're doing. There are no Brendan Ingalls left in our game. And, um, and, and, and it's a shame. Uh, but he was a good man as well. Five years has flown by and you'd think people would learn and, and think, well, that was a success. Brendan committed his life and soul to it. And, and he wasn't the favourite flavour of most promoters because he wouldn't play the game. There's many times promoters say to him, look, I'll give you 20 bags. Tell your fight you're giving him 10 bags and get him in with my fire. Brendan said, yeah, yeah, no problem. Then he'd come to him and say, listen, he's given me 20 bags. He's told me not to tell you. 
And, and so you'd say, why do you think I've told you? Why, Bren? Because you don't let anybody have you by the balls. If I do now, he's got me by the balls. Proper straight shooter. Proper straight shooter. My man, listen, I ain't saying he's a saint, but I'm saying he's the best man I've ever come across in my life. Five years have gone by, sorely missed. One thing you just mentioned there, Johnny, was that he was a life coach. Is that is that kind of the difference between Brendan and today's coaches and other coaches yeah. in the game? Yeah, of course it is. Because when coaches have done their bit in the gym, they shut the door, turn the phone off and gone. You know, I'm many times, and not just me, you know, he's dealing with your problems, your family's problems, your brother's, your sister's problems. He's going to your school and chatting to him about you. He's walking and talking with you, talking about, <clears throat> about famous philosophers, warmongers. He's just educating you. I wasn't good at school. Mind you, Ken Kedgeshin started when I left school. And, I, and that me as a, as a man, my growing started then after that. And I'm not the only one. There's many, many people that didn't even box. And he changed their lives in regards to how they looked and viewed life. So, again, there are, that's why I say there are no Brendans. There are coaches out there. And these guys, are, as I said, they'll go to uni, go to college or whatever, get some letters after name, tell you how to work your body. Common sense is actually not that common. And, uh, and Brendan, is, is an ama- he was an amazing, amazing man. Our thoughts are with, obviously, Dominic Ingo and the rest of the family on, mm. uh, on today's date. Uh, and, yeah, Johnny, appreciate your time. And we'll Peace. see you tomorrow at the weigh-in. Yeah, man. I'm in. Johnny Nelson, IFL TV, thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.